You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? And we're here with another episode of the Broadcast Geeks episode. 
What's did you look up Clayface's first appearance? Uh yeah, it's in the a comic in the forties. Interesting. Whoa. I, well, what I was saying was I, in the animated series, he was like an actor. Right. And he wanted to wear that face cream. Matt Hagen. Yeah, Matt Hagen. Yeah. Is that kind of what they do with him here? Or are they even... So this one is, I think it's supposed to be Basil Carlo. Yes. Who is also an actor, but he's the original Clayface. Yeah. And and he's very, like, Shakespearean, and he's he's great. He is great. And Tudix also does the Joker, like Mitch said. He... There's an episode where Clayface's hand gets cut off. Little backstory, real yeah, quick. Yeah. Commissioner Gordon is getting divorced. He's he's like losing it. He's he's on the edge of he's on. This he's is on a straight the comedy, right? Oh yeah, okay. It's great, but it's also like really in your face, uh, oh, like violent and sort of. Yeah, yeah, Harley. But so he's getting divorced. But anyway, so anyway, uh, Jim Gordon's just losing it because he's his friendship with Batman is fractured <laughs> and he needs emotional support Batman, from his friends Batman's like we're just work friends we're just co-workers whoa <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's cold Batman especially that's actually your only friend like right. but tell they, him about him they meet him fucking I one of my favorite like just weird uh, like a weird side note uh one of my favorite episodes of Batman the Animated Series is the one where he meets Gordon for coffee at at like Right after the stroke of midnight, and it's like, here's to another year, Jim. Have you seen that one? Yeah, uh, I probably have, but it's like, that one's not ringing. There's out. like it's it's basically there's a side story of Batman doing something, and Gordon's like sitting at this diner, and they're like, your friend's not gonna show up. You're like, he'll be here, and then it fucking the stroke of midnight happens. Batman walks in, and they have a cup of coffee, and they talk about the year, and it's like, here's to another year, and. And Jim Gordon like looks over at the waitress, and he looks back, and Batman's already paid the tab, and he's it's gone. gone. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, what happened with Clayface's hand, though? Oh, uh, <laughs> Clayface's hand—it uh, gets cut off, and I believe it's Tom Kenny. Sprung. During a heist. Yeah, and he—he's like, <laughs> he's like a little guy. He's like, uh, he's a sent. Oh, it becomes <laughs> it becomes sentient. its own thing. Yeah. Is he a little dumber or like? Yeah, he's like a little. Uh, he's kind of like very a, naive and um, high pitched voice. He's like a Rick and Morty character. Kind okay. of. He's like, oh, geez, well, I don't want you to feel bad. Like, <laughs> but Jim Gordon ends up having like a. He finds the hand, and because Batman brings it as evidence. And he has like this weird friendship with the hand. <laughs> but meanwhile, Is that who has his back? meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, Harley Quinn and her crew are trying to steal the hand back because it knows the se- the whereabouts of their secret lair. <laughs> because it That's has a great premise, right? That is so good. It, it's part of Clayface, so it has all his knowledge. <laughs> so they're afraid the hand is going to tell them or tell him where they are. Right. That's it's just. It's that, a good. really interesting take on all the characters. Like, uh, I don't know. I, it's I like, what's his name? Dr. Psycho? Dr. Psycho. I've never even heard of this oh, character. Oh, that's a before. character. He's great. He, uh, <laughs> he, gets in, he gets canceled by uh, even the Legion of Doom. The Legion of Doom banned him because of his uh, predatory nature towards women? No, he, I mean, he... He, he raped? What? No. They, they make uh, allusions to that or speak on that. I don't know. I thought it was just because he called uh, Wonder Woman a... Uh... Oh, because he used a C word. Yep. Did they say it? No, they bleep okay, it. It's that's... the only curse word that they bleep. It's fair. They say fuck and they say uh, motherfucker. They can't say cocknogger? <laughs> you have no idea how brutal the language is on this show. I, I set myself initially. a reminder for 10 o'clock tonight to, no, to watch like, it, so I'll, I'll get on it. It's nuts. Just watch a few, because you can plow through a few episodes. Yeah, I'm off the next two days, yeah. I'm, oh. yeah. Uh, they're, only, oh yeah. they're only 30, you know, 22, 30-minute episodes. Cool. You know? uh, Ale- yeah. What's his name? Jason Alexander does a voice. What? Really? He's Cy Borgman. <laughs> is he? There, is, he's an no old, way. He's an old man in a wheelchair that's also a cyborg. He's like, I'm here to help. <laughs> I feel. Do you remember the show Daria? Oh yeah. I feel like they make Poison Ivy to be uh, a more normalized Daria character. Like just uh, the just her intonation. She's great. Poison Daria. Ivy 
is so bad. Who knows her voice? Uh, I don't remember her name. Do you know it? Uh, it's Lake Bell. Oh, Lake Bell. Oh, 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 Lake Bell. I was just talking about how she And, and uh, Kite Man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He, he's... <laughs> Poison Ivy and Poison Ivy, who considers this, uh, like, she's upper echelon. She's being courted by the fucking Legion of Doom, but doesn't want to join. Um, she's, she's, she's in secret dating D-list villain Kite Man. <laughs> and then she's like, we should just go see a movie. He's like, nah, we're going to go to a dinner. <laughs> it's, uh, He's such a Chad. I like it. It's kind of like a no, it's, like a lame plastic man. <laughs> this show is really funny. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. I guess. But I, I wish more people were watching it. But I'll tell is you, it just on the DC thing. Yeah, and this is my this is my third time describing it like this. Although I'm not sure how many times going to make it to the air. I feel that it's being done in the style as to how Harley would. Yeah, and like experience in her, in her world. Yeah. So it's, it's just brutal. It's just kind of how she sees the world, which is, I like that. That's how I interpret the show. Because right off the bat, the first five seconds of the show is motherfucker or something where you're like, whoa, it's jarring like initially. It. You know, and, and I think it's I think it just tries to desensitize you to the violence and brutalness of it so you can enjoy the show. Here's an interesting tidbit I didn't look, that uh, I just looked up on... Uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Wik, Wik, Wikipedia. Um, apparently, Harley Quinn airs on Adult Swim in Canada, which maybe uh, means it might come to Adult Swim. I don't know. Speculation? Calling that'd be it? cool. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, if you man. bleep it. I got the Adult Swim app for or like... Not. It's kind of like Venture Brothers. That's the last thing no, I got the uh, I got the Adult Swim app for my Apple TV, mm-hmm. and it is the coolest... Of any of those apps I've ever used, like, because most apps are just, it's just Netflix. It's just very simple. Maybe there's a little bit of it. Like, the Adult Swim one, yeah. there's so much going on, and they do, um, they do marathons. So, like, you can't, like, watch, say, individual episodes of Rick and Morty, but there these have, like, a channel that's just playing Rick and Morty constantly that you can't pause, and it's just always going. Then they have one of, like, this weird shit. I found, um, Ben Bryant's thing on there. Well, I found him pitching it to him on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ben, you goofball. <laughs> you were such a nerd doing that. Um, but Spaghetti high on Adult Swim. God, Jeff Tice is the best thing. Jeff and fucking Lund. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeff Tice is really funny. He needs to be acting. With, that guy, he can do anything. He can dunk a basketball. Yeah, he's got the can personality. He, he can dunk. He does. Yeah, he, and so, he's Australian. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he's more, um, he's more from, uh, 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 Bel Air than anything. <laughs> I like Jeff Tice. Jeff Tice. The boy's so nice. Okay. They named him Jeff. The he's a, Tice. <laughs> he's a he's a genuine person. The Tice man. Genuinely he's, funny too. Yeah. Shout out to Jeff Tice. Jeff Tice. GT. Sponsor of broadcast games. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have him right now requesting. He some. did. He did make a poster or, or something for us. Well, he made something for us, right? Snickers? He should start selling bags of ice for his merch. He designed something, I, I thought, or he drew something for us at one point. No. Jordan Dahl did the, oh. the Hulkula logo. Yes. I love he that did. so much. Yep. And who did the microphone? Was that That D-Rod? was David Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of eras. We did. Era, era. Mitch and I were getting nostalgic earlier, talking about we're almost at 200, and... <sighs> the different era of, of podcast, but we've always maintained certain shows, and it's funny. We should, I guess, we should just talk about it. Yeah, man. Since we're getting this, this is what's Arrow is what brought our podcast together. Yeah. Right. That was because I remember when when Arrow was on, it was it was a couple seasons. I think it was right when the Flash started mm. that all of us started talking to each other. Yeah, or, Jeff, or Jeff the Flash was the Flash was a little bit in because I remember I started watching the Flash during when we started the podcast, mm. and there's maybe two seasons, maybe yeah. one and a half. Yeah. But yeah, man, like, I was telling Jess about this last night. I was like, I mean, I was crying my goddamn eyes out in that whole fucking episode. Um, it was, they did a really good job with it. When Felicity came back in, because I, so let me start, there was an hour before the show of just like a retrospective. And I was like talking to Jen, like, babe, like, man, I miss, I miss loving Felicity. Like, first season of Felicity was fun. She was great. But, like, but any show that goes on that long, they're going to ruin someone and they're yeah. going to, it's just kind of the nature of the beast. I agree. But, you know, she hasn't been on this whole season because if you remember at the end of the last season, 
she goes off at the monitor, and she's like, okay, it's my time. And you're like, what the fuck is that? We find out at the end what that was. But uh, she shows up, and like, so it's like everyone who's ever been Team Arrow. Arrow, including Ragman, mm. he's back, and he has, a, he has a dope scene. It's like, oh, it's so fucking, like, they really pull us up to, uh, Thea's there, um, uh, what's his name, the red, her boyfriend guy, the, the Roy, Roy, um, like, uh, ca- uh, Captain, Lan- or Mayor Lance is back, uh, like, the, but they kind of, like, his mom's back, Tommy's back. Like everyone's back alive, like because that's oh, because it's the new world. And and air, like and uh, what I've kind of gathered too is for the whole thing is all the Paragons decided something because apparently in Batwoman, uh, uh, Kate, 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 right? She wished for her sister to be back, so her sister's Alice, right? All grown up, and also there's the young version of her sisters in that universe now, uh, and it's causing some kind of problem, and there can only be one of them, uh, and kind of like how John Cryer wished to be a hero. And they all yeah, and that that is that like Arrow, is it like President Luther universe? Yeah, that's what we're in now. Nice. And then Arrow, he you know he brought back everyone that didn't change what like them living wouldn't have changed something. So like Laurel still died, the original Laurel, and because then like the new Laurel's like, why am I here? Well, I shouldn't be here, you know. And um, but when Felicity shows up, because like in this there's like a quick story that like. Young, uh, his, his the young version of his son, like the 2020 version, is kidnapped by one of his villains that is alive now. That instead of killing, he let live, and they're off hunting for him. And Felicity shows up to help, and then Felicity's in the room, and then Mia's in there, her daughter, and her daughter like you know Felicity's dead in her future, so she's like, is this awkward thing of them like she's she's like I just left my house, my daughter with teething. And now she's a grown-up over here. Mm. And, like, it, it was, like, it was pretty heavy. Um, yeah, the Diggle stuff. So, like, I was saying, like, it was neat because initially they're, like, like, yeah, me and Lila, you know, we got our family back. We're we're gonna, we're moving to Metropolis. I got a job offer. And I'm, like, fuck, yeah, dude. They're going to be on the new Superman show. And then a couple scenes later, he's outside the moving truck, sees a meteor fly by, crashes right next to him. And I am screaming at the top of my lungs. And then he, he stands over it, picks green, up a box, green opens it, and, well, it's just green glowing. Green glow. Because initially I heard some people saying, like, oh, maybe he's got kryptonite. He's like, no. Like, the writer said for sure, 100%, it was the Green Lantern ring. And that was fucking dope. Yeah, I guess they've been negotiating that for a while. Um, oh, God, Diggle gives a speech what about... Uh, like he's like it's like uh, the actual funeral for mm-hmm. for Oliver. We're at Oliver's funeral. Uh, Nissa and Talia Al Ghul are there. Like uh, there's a whole bunch of like people from the past are all there. And uh, I was like, yes, he's gonna say my brother. He's gonna say my brother. And I'm gonna start crying. Like Diggle's like, you know, Oliver, he was my brother. I was like, oh god damn it. <laughs> like he's like he's like I was his brother and he was mine. And, um, but the very end of it is uh, Felicity with the monitor going to the afterlife. And it's the first place we see Felicity where Oliver's spying in his mother's office and she's in there like, oh, look at me. I'm Oliver Queen. I'm really cute. Well, too bad he's dead. And she's like, why are we here? He's like, this is the first place we met. She's like, no, it's not. He's like, actually, it is. Because he was like seeing her. And he's like, we have a whole lot of time to talk. And it's just them two together in the afterlife, happy. Oliver and And, and and Felicity, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's a nice way to it, end. It was end a them. really sweet ending for the two of them. And then, oh, um, uh, Ro- uh, Roy uh, uh, proposed to Thea, and she said yes. Um, so everybody got what... Everyone kind of got what they wanted, and it was, I don't know. It, everyone got what they needed. Oh, that, and then, oh, the other thing that Oliver did is he... There is zero crime in Star City now. And there's not crime for another 20 years, not until Mia, like, in, the, in the, that show that she's getting. Green Arrow and the Canaries? Yep. When's that premiere? We don't know if it's even approved yet. That would oh. be the backdoor pilot. So we were backdoor talking about pilot. We were talking about Stephen Amell kind of getting screwed in all this, and it's interesting because I was thinking about this a lot last night because you know he, he died two episodes ago. Right, he died and not he, even on his own and he show, died, his own crew. Yeah, he died on a different show with a different crew, and the actors weren't even there. Like right. he was doing the scenes with, to and a that was a bummer. Or something. And but then also like. How many shows have we watched where like the hero dies and there's still a couple episodes? That doesn't really happen. They usually die in the last episode. Yeah. Or we get Sopranos or whatever. But like. So yeah, why? So why? it was interesting because now we had to see the fallout of it. And then, but what was cool is in this episode, they had flashbacks to this new world he created, mm-hmm. and there were some extra scenes and him being awesome. Oh, and fucking Diggle did the salmon ladder. 
He did it. He's like, he's like, it's about time I tried this out. Oh man, he looks sick, dude. He is fucking jacked right now. John Diggle. Uh, but I don't know. It was just weird having that thing of like he's already dead. We're kind of getting like the the epilogue, you know? Is what like to have a backdoor pilot and then just that's. I mean, it was it was a weird part of me that sees the the goodness in ending it that way. However, it. I mean, if everybody was okay with that, it it sounded like maybe that not everybody knew it was well, being it, rushed and it just got pushed through. So maybe like the people who made it wanted it to go down that way and they just did it late. Uh, it, it's weird because you know Stephen Amell dies. Well, I don't know. I mean, like spoiler alert. When, when I left Comedy Works, like when I was working there forever, I made sure my last night was on a Saturday on a sold out night when everyone was gonna be there. Yeah. Because like I always friends all this great shit. I know people who are like, oh yeah, it's my last day. It's like. It's Sunday and there's four of us working. You made this your last day, like, and it's like they're just kind of gone. Yeah. And then maybe they come back a couple days later. And we're like, oh hey, but it's like this is, it's like that awkward goodbye. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he has enough. Like Stephen Mel has his own stress going on in his life right now. The only difference in your situation though would have been, you make it on that Saturday night because if everybody knows they're gonna tip big and you're gonna go out with a good payroll. Yeah, no shit. I, I, <laughs> I miss. I miss <laughs> aspects of those days. I miss last night's. I don't. I don't really miss that life. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, but no, it's it's so it's kind of an awkward ending. Yeah, awkward ending for him, of like having to. I don't know. I started following him on social media and stuff, and man, he's so fucking great. I think he's great. He's like such a genuine. I agree. I was watching his video, like some movie he's in. It was just like straight to iTunes or one of those things, you know. Like the trailer comes out, and he's like, "You guys." I'm so excited. Our trailer came out, and we're the number one trailer trending. This is so great. And then, like, the movie, like, we're number three on the top downloads. Like, Can you believe this? We're number three. How great is it? And it's, like, so wholesome. Yeah. And, like, oh, he posted a picture um, on the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, last days on set. His, uh, he had his son hanging from the salmon ladder. And he was, like, he's, like, you know, you get so used to work and seeing everything, and then, and then you turn around and see something like this. He's like, I can barely keep it together those last few days. Yeah, that's great. But uh, but yeah, so it looks like Diggle's going to be moving on, being Green Lantern or something, and going over to Superman. His, and that's coming soon. His father soon. was Stuart, right? Yeah, General so he's Stuart. He's a Stuart. But it's weird, too, because he just got his whole family back together. He got his daughter. Like, now he's going to, like, if he wants to be Green Lantern, does Green Lantern yeah, ever have a family? I don't. I feel like it's usually like a solo dude, right? Who yeah. doesn't really have much attachment. I thought John Stewart might have had a daughter out there, but I could be wrong. Because, like, Hal Jordan is his kind of... He does in the future with uh, Hawkgirl. Right? Oh, uh, everyone was hoping for that scene. They're like, why couldn't we have uh, Diggleby Green Lantern? Because they're seeing the animated series where Green Lantern's carrying an yeah. uh, arrow, like, flying around. And it was that. It was Jon Stewart, too. Um, yeah, but I like that they set him up. I like... I don't know. It's... Are you watching Batwoman? I, you know, I was, and I just fell off. Like, I, I was so... I've been so focused on Flash and Arrow since the beginning. Mm -hmm. And are they back? Uh, Arrow's back next week. Okay. Oh, and Dig Flash. Yeah, I'm sorry. Flash is back back next week. And <laughs> and, and um, sorry. And Diggle's gonna be on that. Okay. Um, and then. So I got. That's the first post-crisis world. I got a question then. So they've unified. All right. D first off, DC. Well done. Yeah. You've, you've just created a universe that you can build off of, that spans multimedia. Uh, and and I, I'm making a prediction again. I don't know if it made it on the air already. I believe DC is going to dominate the 20s. Uh, I hope so. I mean, I think Marvel's going to keep doing great. Of course they are. DC did fine. They made bad decisions. Marvel won't. DC is going to dominate. They have so much going for them. So let's talk about really what, what they just did with that. They showed all these characters and all these shows. And, uh, Ezra Miller yeah. was in the show. We talked. We talked about that. We talked about this in the other universe where this episode already came out. The Becker cut. Because yes. the Ezra Miller showing up is a complicated thing, because when he shows up in the Speed Force to talk to Barry, yeah, it's during a time when there is no multiverse. There's nothing. Yeah. And they basically are both just existing in the Speed Force, which yeah. could be some kind of coincidental thing. Like. It's a Speed Force thing. Maybe that multiverse, when it or when it was destroyed. Ezra Miller Flash ended up in the Speed Force, but like, but yeah, but that was the thing we talked about last week too. That now that these universes are all, well, all our favorite characters, all the CW shows are all in on one Earth. 
they're unaware there still is a multiverse that has Titans right. and Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol and the Green Lantern. So now and, and, and Kingdom Come Superman. So, so, so here's a question then. So Titans and Doom Patrol. Yeah, that was a they weird. They took place on two different Earths, but they've had a crossover. They did before. Which means that they exist on those Earths. We're just not learning about those specific ones. Maybe. I, I mean, and, reason. well, I mean, but they were on the same universe before, but now that this has happened, they were basically the way they put that. That was seemed like it was a choice. Like this is this Earth, this is that Earth. Right. That was, I don't know, but yeah, but they've set up in a way where now they have this TV show where I can't even imagine what their crossover is going to be going forward, because they they always try to go bigger. Maybe they'll try to pull back a little bit, but like, because I mean, we got Star Girl coming, and that's all Justice Society stuff. Um, I mean, we have Superman, Green Lantern. I mean, we're going to have, like, short of Batman, again, we could have, like, the almost, almost complete, complete fucking Justice League. Oh, man. Meanwhile, the Hall of Justice. This is great. I really, I want to see DC dominate. I, here, um, here's where here's where things are going wrong in my book, though. Uh -oh. Is that this, you got your, the Warner Brothers, or the DC network you guys have. Streaming DCU? service, the DC streaming service. Yeah, DCU. I don't understand why that needs to exist when HBO Max comes out, and it's stupid that there's going to be two different companies. It's going to get folded into it. But it's weird to me that there's going to be DC shows on HBO Max and DC shows. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're on, right. on the DC channel, and then DC shows on the CW. Well, no. See, that's what that was. What worries me a little bit. What's happening is the streaming services are essentially becoming the new content providers, uh, as far as a cable company. Sure. And or what we thought of as cable companies, and they they had those a la carte choices. DCU is an a la carte for. I just wish it was a part or like it came with. I agree, and the Disney app handles it all very well. Yeah, and that's that's the thing I feel like. But that's what HBO Max is coming in swinging. I am. So excited about that. Yeah, I really They got like a lot it. of really cool shit, and I like that it's going to be like one other huge one with like literally everything else. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like Netflix is going gonna, is gonna to really start fading. It's gonna, I, they're going to be. They're rid of Netflix. They're, they're kind of, depending on their own original content, yeah. there really isn't much left on there that isn't theirs. We enjoy watching, we just started watching uh, Good Girls. What was that? Have you seen, have you heard of that? It's that one of the, the Christine Hendricks. From oh, Mad Men, yes, and she, oh, it's her, her younger sister and their friend Ruby, who's a waitress at a diner. Yeah, uh, they're all moms. With, Is that a Netflix show? Yeah, oh, I thought it was on NBC. Well, it is an NBC. You're right. Oh, it's okay. an NBC, so it's going to be on the Peacock channel. Oh god, that, that's very stupid. I'm, there we go. So you know, if only we had a, a single way that, to get all those services. And, and and connections. Oh, like a cable company. Yeah. We should bring back. Uh, what was it? That's the same. Pacific concept. Bell. <laughs> like Pacific Bell. Ma Bell. <laughs> Ma Bell. I got uh, a little community. Just just watched the new um, Sabrina. Sabrina. Oh yeah, I just saw that third <laughs> season. Like that. I never uh, finished first. The name's Gina. Gina. <laughs> Did you watch it? What? Uh, Sabrina. Sabrina. No. Uh, I I've been like passively watching with her. It's it's so good. <laughs> it's shot so well. Yeah. Sabrina's like the queen of hell now. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but it, it's it's only like three or four episodes that they release. And then, I don't know, it's... Uh, she seemed to really like it. It was fun. You know, I just watched too. I just watched Medical Police. Oh, what's that? <laughs> so you remember that show, Children's Hospital? Yeah, Rob Corn. So I never really Not watched that, but this is... Yeah, this is a spinoff of that show. Okay. And it starts off like it's an episode of that. And then um, it's uh, Rob Hubel and Malin Ackerman go off, and it's basically like a spoof of all, like, action spy movies. And it's actually done in a way that's, like, it's almost like 24 or something like that. But, like, even though it's being goofy, it's like, they're actually just following all the beats perfectly. I've never those. watched that show. Get mad, you don't have to. Okay. And, like, but it's just so fucking... It's the same stuff. It's David Wayne, you know? I mean, it's... Dumb, silly, fun, um, and it's actually like twenty-two minute episodes. Uh, it's that's a really fun, fun watch on Netflix right now. What? Uh, backtrack for a second, because sure. I'm really, I'm really happy at the prospect of a prosperous DC. Aus uh, auspicious. Someone told me earlier that 
this being the year of the rat. My year, baby. I someone told me it's the beginning of the of the cycle, the beginning of the zodiac. Oh, it's starting over. Is, Is that, that do you know if that's true or not? Especially if you are. A well, rat? I mean, I yeah, I mean, because it's every twelve years. Yeah. And it's, I'm turning thirty six this year. Yeah. Oh uh, uh, well, but no, I mean, uh, I don't have. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it is. I guess I'm, maybe it is the beginning of the cycle. Because usually, I honestly can't say. I don't know. I don't know. I'll look it up. But um, yeah. I'm curious. I do like that idea. And like, I I mean, do the more trailers I keep seeing for um, the Harley Quinn movie, um, uh, Birds, Birds of Prey, Prey. I'm, I'm actually excited about something, that. Something, 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 it's, something, something. Well, something. they're advertising it now where it's Harley Quinn in Birds, Birds of, Prey, of Prey or the Emancipation of One Fantabulous Harley Quinn. Harley Quinzel or whatever. Um, but every trailer I keep seeing that, I'm like, I'm actually into seeing this. And I'm really excited at what they're doing with this new Batman movie yeah. and what it could be. And hopefully it goes well and they don't lose anybody and everyone sticks along. Because the song sounds like Long Halloween. There's going to be a lot of villains. and be like 90s Batman. Um, and 90s Batman worked before. <laughs> It's gonna be fucking cool. This, I just I yeah, they got and then this Wonder Woman eighty four looks pretty sick. Yeah, that scene when she like in that trailer she wraps her lasso around the lightning and swings like oh that's fucking sick, dude. Yeah, man, uh, it's gonna be a, bl- a blessed year for geekdom. But I think DC is like putting herself, and then if this Flash movie actually ever happens, we'll see. Apparently, it's gonna happen. And we have Suicide Squad next year. I looked nice. at I looked at the breakdown of the next of like from here until the end of next year, and good God, it is just so much. Next year is going to be so overwhelming. Yeah. This year is really like the calm before the storm, especially with Marvel stuff. So much. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's so much content, and I think it's going to dilute their brand a bit, which is fine because it's going to maybe build up to something else. For... Or 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 they're like, I mean, it'll be diluted to some people, but like for us, like. Now they're at this point where they're like, all right, we're in control of all the TV, this plus, the movies, like, and the comics, like, oh, there's a focus story mm. going forward. Like, I keep hearing that we might be getting mutants in um, a Doctor, uh, that, that Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah? They're oh. like, Doctor, there's, they're, oh. like, I, the, some of the stuff I've been reading about Doctor Strange is that it sounds like it's going to be, like, the Civil War of this, that, like, it's going to... It's going to be, like, a lot of introduction. Because they're, they're doing the multiverse. Yeah. So it really allows them a lot of leeway, like... Yeah. It, like, either either we're going to get mutants, or we're going to get the fucking Fantastic Four, or, like, Reed Richards. So both... We might get one of the, like... We're going to get one of the two of those in the next year or two. Like, both we'll universes just reset. I know, right? And... Is that interesting? That is interesting. Well, it's New 52. It's but the... Think about, um, think about how that happened, because DC just used their... TV division to set up their universe. Yeah. Someone could be like, well, how can they just do that? And they're like, oh, well, there was a, there was this TV event and the shit went down and they reset everything. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I, we already have a new Batman, so, like, if we're keeping this Wonder Woman and, like, I mean, it seems like, you know, we were saying, like, are they doing Elseworlds completely or, yeah, you know, is it going to be, like, Oh, is this is, is this Wonder Woman it's gonna different no? But is this Wonder Woman gonna interact with Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Oh shit, that would be crazy! Like, because so, they already said this is in a different. Well, they said it's in a different timeline, but clearly it's not because it's a continuation of the first one, right? Because he's back. Well, Tr- Steve well, Trevor's back. Well, he's back is like some kind of ghost thing. He, he died. Maybe that plane. Explosion no, it, sent him into the future. It has to do with there's a there's a Wonder Woman villain that does something like that, where like can like mimic people or oh, I've got it. I am brain dead. I wish I remember what that was. Uh, maybe it's Clayface. Oh, that'd be the best. I would love to see a movie Clayface. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I don't like. I would like to see someone visualize it in a way that like. It's right. I don't know. Like, I think yeah. that, I don't know how they would do it because it's a pretty fantastical character. And I want to see like a there could be a really fucking scary version of it. Yeah, that could be really dark. Yeah, but Matt Hagen wasn't really dark initially. Well, there was one of the cartoons that made Clayface, I guess, more clay than man. I don't know if it was like more maniacal. I just learned the other day that the reason that 
Yeah. Sandman was never in the Spider-Man the animated series. Yeah. Is because James Cameron had was going to be making a Spider-Man movie with him as the villain. Oh. So they kept him out. I, I just read. That's I, why they had Hydro Man instead. I, I watched a bunch. Character. I just watched a bunch of videos about Spider-Man the animated series. And then I just watched the uh, the series finale of it. The, that, you know that was? That was fucking Joe Perry. Sure was, from Aerosmith. Um, nice. And then uh, the, the, the series finale of Spider-Man the Animated Series yeah. is he's going through his like multiverse. There's like the, oh, who's that? Like Black, not Black Widow, like a widow, some kind of spider woman thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, um, but it was, that's Stanley's wife doing the voice. Is, and then Madam. Yeah, Matt, yeah, yeah. Madam Spider or Madam, Madam yeah. Web? Madam Web. Madam Web, thank you. But like that, and that's voiced by Stanley's wife. Oh, nice. And then in it, Spider-Man starts going through all these different, like, it's like multiverse. Yeah. He starts going through, and then he meets, he ends up in the universe where Stanley. it's like our universe, where he meets Stan Lee, and he's like, he's like, in my universe, you're a cartoon I made up. I just, and, I just drew you. He's, he's like, I'm so glad I got to meet you, Spike. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, anyways. I, there's a lot of like man I keep telling you guys like I love watching YouTube stuff there's a lot of really people doing good deep dives on like old cartoons we watch and stuff and like, like like those top 20 things you didn't know about this but they're actually like cool and they're not just a listicle and there's yeah. video references and I mean I've been learning lots of fun stuff about all those have you guys watched Silver Surfer yet? Uh, it's on no. Disney Plus no it, it was it was around in like 95 or so and it's only one season and it, it's a weird mixed animation where it's like it's normal animation and then like computer animation parts, but um, fucking all the Guardians of the Galaxy are in it. Thanos is in it. Ego's in it. Like it, it's it's like everything that we're seeing now. Yeah. And it was just a little I don't know too big of a concept then or something. Yeah. But it's only one season. What year was this from? Uh, it was around ninety four ninety five. Oh shit. Because there was also there was a Fantastic Four had a cartoon right around then. Right. For like one season. Um, oh, there was there was another one too. I want to say. That was a good time. Oh, man, I, I got to watch Picard tonight at midnight. Shit. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, because uh, that was, we talked about that in the other universe that I have we access used to live in. In the, the Becker cut. In the I Be have access to the first episode. So oh, I, I can be my CBS login. Oh, well. I think I can. I don't know. I don't know how stretched thin you are on that. But my, I don't, I'm not using that. I'm not sharing with anybody. My friend has a, a copy of it, so I was going to watch it. Yeah, man, it's cool. Like, it's. It's fun because uh, <sighs> I keep talking about her. My girlfriend's the best. She was like, I remember like a year or two ago, she said, Chris, can we watch Battlestar? I'm like, yes, we can watch Battlestar, <laughs> that favorite show. And she's like, you know, Chris, I really need to go back and I've never really watched all of Next Generation. Is it oh, cool? Oh, it's so and, cool. So I'm like, I'm sitting there high as a kite, just sitting on my couch and just watching it. And it's like, she's like, is this okay? I'm like, oh, is it okay if we sit and watch Star Trek for the next like three months? Yeah. And watching the first season of Star Trek is dope after having watched the first episode of Picard. Because there's a oh, lot, yeah. there's a lot of uh, card and data stuff okay. that really they set up, and even just like an object, like objects in the room, and mm -hmm. um, it's uh, man, it's really cool what they're doing. I'm, I, I have a few friends who are asking if they should jump in right now, and I'm like, you can if you want to, but like, I might just wait. You might want to wait until at least the first three have aired, because yeah. they showed those first three in like a movie theater event, when everyone was like, yeah, you're gonna want to watch all three of these before you're really. How much? How many episodes? I think they're doing ten. All right, so six, I'll, six I'll or ten. Probably wait. Till but it's already uh, season two, right? Uh, approved, yeah. Nice. Well, you know, might what better to? Okay, so someone who's not like I've seen. I remember. Okay, let me get this back. <laughs> I've seen a lot of Star Trek The Next Generation sure. so because, I, but they all blend together for me. 100% because man. Because I used to watch them because after, uh, what was it, like after, like after The Tonight Show, they'd show like an episode of Cheers and an episode of fucking uh, Star Trek. Was Star Trek on NBC? No, I actually no, was it was on no, CBS. No, no, Star Trek was on anything because uh -huh. I was talking to Jess about this the other night. No, it was in syndication. It was a first run syndication syndicated show like Baywatch was. Yeah. Where that doesn't really happen much anymore. Right. And that show was like it was on different days of the week for people, it was on different networks. Huh. It was like some like it was on Fox for me. Well, I guess different local affiliates could. No, I wouldn't be on NBC though. It could have been though. I can't I oh. don't think it was. I think it was just it was something that was on after the Tonight Show, but before Conan came on, 
anyway but they all blend together so knowing very little except for yeah. the core concepts of star trek the next generation can a person like me jump into this new star trek 100%. series absolutely you absolutely you, what you do i can? need to know about picard well you need to know well there are a list of episodes in next gen you can watch how there's a there's a i mean if you want like, to interwebs to, 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 to prime yourself for this show there's there's the, there's an episode anything with him and data is the him and the data background episodes and there's um and then the Borg uh, episodes with Picard uh, so best, best of both worlds I asked um, this the other time but what so if you get borged and then you get deep how do you get deborged and if you are deborged with plot magic you get yeah you, I mean you get removed from the collective it, it's a, with him it was a weird thing that they were even able to do it the people they have who are in there, like they're they're gone. But then there is a character who gets out. Q. There, there's no, not, oh god, Q's the best. No, not Q. No, Q. Yeah. Q might be showing up. Q. <laughs> no, but there's, I, I would say there's about like six to eight episodes if you wanted to get yourself ready. Yeah. But without that, it's still good. Also, it's it, watching the 2009 Star Trek movie because that, that's a hundred percent the impact of like Romulus being destroyed. That's. Going forward in this, is that the one where Data gets his his emotion chip? No, 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 no. That, that's 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 Nemesis. Or, oh, okay. But actually, that movie too, because that's where Data dies. Um, but yeah, no. But you can watch it without that stuff. But having watched it, it's a little more like, <laughs> like you don't need all that. I would recommend watching the Data and Picard episodes yep, for and sure. And, like and, the, said, and the Borg, and the Borg, Borg episodes. Okay. I'll uh, I'll make you a list of them. There's like especially like the Locutus. Yeah, stuff. best of both worlds. I am Locutus. Yes. Resistance, it's futile. Um. But no, man, it's it's really Loc fun Loc and it's Locutus. it's it's gorgeous looking and it's cool because it's modern looking. It's not a lens flaring. Uh, they, I watched uh, some stuff about it, like the color tone they use with it. it's yellows and reds, and but like um, oh it's uh, but it, it looks modern, but the uniforms are like updated next gen uniforms. Cool. Which is like really neat. This is this is the furthest in the future. I mean, I should. We've seen them go in the future before, way ahead, but this is the furthest, the first time the Star Trek plot timeline has moved forward in twenty fucking years. Right. 25 years like we're actually getting new right you know it's not just a like oh this is an alternate universe of Kirk and Spock and it exists though right yeah and this show is kind of like part of that so like when well can I ask a question yeah absolutely um so the red shirts were always the dudes that got killed like instantly right in the original, in, in the original series but in the next generation all the what's the equivalent to red shirts in the they wore red shirts they think the, the colors got different like red was command yellow is uh wait science science and blue is no blue is science no, blue, blue is medical, medical. medical. no but it's yeah no, okay. oh, I thought we were yeah. talking about next generation but there were also just regular people who were red mm. you know but the red shirt I mean that just that, that phrase is kind of stuck that was always he's like dead the, Jim there was always the extra that would go on on the planet with that. Usually the one that mouthed <laughs> The one that always mouthed off on the way. Right. You know what I think captures that so well is Galaxy Quest. That's yeah. one of my favorite movies. It's perfect. I think it's a great movie. Right. I don't know if everybody knows it. I you like. I love Galaxy. Tony Quest. Shalhoub again. <laughs> Man, they were gonna make a Netflix or I mean a Amazon Prime show of that. Amazon they might Prime. still do. There's but. a documentary about it. Like a mockumentary or no? An it's like Screen Junkies. <coughs> the oh, channel Screen Junkies, they rule. Because they a just they just did a Galaxy great. Quest like mini. Doc this is the kind of show I've been web. watching. Yeah, like Screen Junkies are great, uh, and Screen Rant. Those guys are my All favorites. Right. So I started right last is it week. Fan fix? No, I don't think so. I don't know. But uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> it's Star Trek. Screen Junkies. Oh, Star Galaxy Quest. Yeah, I brought that up. Screen Junkies Galaxy Quest, we made up. It's a trailer for the Galaxy Quest documentary that's coming out. Were there problems on the set? Of course, there's Tim Allen. Like Tim Allen? No, I don't know. Can I use a spaceship to fly in cocaine? Alan Rickman. Uh, <laughs> Alan Rickman could totally be a, a dick. Alan Rickman. <laughs> Put 
<laughs> Put the phaser down. I like Chrome. Put the phaser down. Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a phaser. <laughs> now I have a phaser. <laughs> Mr. McClay. One of the finest Christmas movies ever. I always love everyone a fun game to play. When you're watching Harry Potter, anytime Snape says a line, add, um, or sorry, every time you're watching Die Hard, every time he says a line, add Mr. Potter to the end of it. It's like, ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun, Mr. Potter. This <laughs> 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 is a fun game. Dude, he's great in Dogma. Oh, it, Kevin Smith yes. says and such great things about him. Oh, God, he's so broken up when he, he talks about him. It makes me want to fucking sob. <sighs> Kevin Smith, you empath, you. Good on you. Hey, everybody! Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's fucking, he's good on him. He's... He's vegan and he's living life. No, he's, he's plant based. He's plant based. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't really care about anything. He just. <laughs> I wonder if he would ever go to Nooch Vegan Market over here around the corner. Dude, I never even thought about that. Like, I'm gonna tweet it to him. <laughs> Nooch. Nooch. <laughs> that oh, that fucking wild man. You guys all believe this? I'm in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> Uh, I'm so glad for his goddamn Jam Bob tour to end here soon. I, Cause I miss all his podcasts. Now, what is it? Right. They raised money with people. He did an entire. He's still. He's like a sixty or seventy date tour. He's touring that movie, showing it one city at a time. Which, when he does that, like he's done before, he gets this very specific. Uh, no, but he started like a, a film company. Well, he did that too. Fans. But he gets this very specific record with Box Office Mojo every time. Yeah. Which is like the per theater. Like the percentage of the sales, it makes it look like his. It's a bigger thing than it is, mm. because every theater it's in is sold out. So it makes it, you know. Oh right, it, right. It's a thing. It's the, yeah. Yes. Wow. But uh, no, he did start thinking. Skew, skewing the data for sure. The, but the credits of his movies are much longer than they have ever been, with the thousands of people he has donated to help. How many nights does he do in each city? Uh, usually one. And then a couple screenings. He could probably do a couple of screenings. Oh yeah. Yeah. One show. I mean, he did. Yeah. And it, and it was like it was like a hundred dollars. I mean, well, if you like did the meet and greet and all right, that shit. Right. Wow. Uh, but but it, it just it just released uh, on VOD and everything. All right. Like I think today. I enjoy Kevin. Oh cool! I want to see it. It man, I watched it really slow and I just cried the whole time because like there, it, it kind of worked as a actual as a sequel for Mallrats. Like they they there's a lot of stuff there with Joy Lauren Adams and uh, Ben Affleck and. And it was just cool seeing them back together. And, but, I mean, it's the literal exact same movie as James and Bob Strike Back. What's no. your favorite uh, Kevin Smith movie? Clerks 2. Mallrats. Nice. Dogma might be mine. Yeah, we're all right. <laughs> no, you're right. I also love Chasing Amy. Yes. At the time, I, I thought it was just that a movie, great, it, great it, movie it, despite it, Ben Affleck. It holds up, but Ben Affleck looks worse than ever in it when you watch it now. Such a douche. <laughs> I'm not a... No, I've never been a Ben Affleck fan. All right, I got both of you here. I figured let's all just have sex. <laughs> the best he's ever done, other than Batfleck and Phantoms, was <laughs> he was uh, the bomb in Phantoms. O'Banion in, in Days and Confused. <laughs> yeah. Total ass. See when the ominous music comes on. Oh, that sounds. That's good. total Kevin Smith '90s music. Uh, which movie would this have been then? Mallrats. Oh, probably <laughs> Mallrats. This is like the beginning of Mallrats. Yeah. Ba, ba, um, yeah, man, I think Mallrats is my favorite because uh, I was a Mallrat. I liked. Have you watched the the, Stan the full Lee cut of it? And Brody. Uh, yeah, I have the DVD of it. That that was the first movie I watched the DVD commentary on. <laughs> and just like the the original cut of that movie was like 30, 40 minutes before they even get to the mall. <laughs> No, yeah, that was Stanley's first time ever in a movie. I mean, no. Yeah. Yeah. That was huh. 94 or 95. It was 95, I mean. It's wow. Cra it's crazy. I'm going to look that up. Hey, true believers. <laughs> you better give your friend some help. He's very, <laughs> preoccup he's very preoccupied with superhero sex organs. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of when the Green Goblin and the... <laughs> that's a great say. Would you like a chocolate-covered pretzel? <laughs> <laughs> Rooker. Yeah, Fucking man. Rooker. And in the, in the original cut of it, there's a lot more Rooker. Well, what did you get? So, mine's more ass. You said Dogma? I, said I did. I said Clerks 2. Clerks 2. That's fucking crazy. Clerks 2? I don't know what it was. That movie just... It hit me at the right time. And it was this time when I... It was... Because that movie came out after Star Wars was done. And some shit that I'd been, like, spoiled on. And I... 
I mean, I've been following Kevin Smith's shit like on VSQ, like an old website, since like 98, 99. So I remember like the we like released like who's gonna be in his movies and blah blah. Right. But with Clerks 2, I purposely shut myself off from it, and I just wanted it like a pure experience. And I just like I said, it was just it's the right time in my life, and it just for whatever reason that movie just it's it's my favorite thing he's done. It's so good. It's mature and it's fucking goofy. Oh, that speech by Randall in the jail gets me every time. Yeah, man. That's. Uh, oh, and then and then and then, uh, then Jay's Jay like, we got money. We got money. <laughs> because of the fucking movie. <laughs> Fuck you. You already said half. We're taking half. <laughs> Half's not good enough. I'll give you two thirds. Fuck you, you already said half. <laughs> oh, I guess in the ambulance, he was a Marvel Comics editor, oh. but, but 95, Mallrats. Other than that, some voice oh wait, there. Jugular Wine, a Vampire Odyssey. Jugular Wine? But it was the first time, it was the first, no, but not, first real uh, Stanley. You, you were right, yeah, you were right, for sure. And then also that ended up making Mallrats made it all the way to Captain Marvel. Like, Ooh, Jugular Wine, a Vampire Odyssey. An anthropologist on a sea voyage to Alaska meets a beautiful woman aboard the ship who turns out to be a vampire and attacks and bites him. As he begins to slowly transform to one of the undead, he starts a journey around the country searching for answers. Is that Jug with two G's? <laughs> I'm talking Juggalo. Wait, no. We <laughs> had that Bobby Crane joke. He's like, I was shredding like Jimmy. I'm not talking Hendrix. Ooh, I'm not talking Buffett. I'm talking Eat World. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Miller was in it also. Oh, man. Sean Irons. I, I don't know any of these other people except for Frank Miller, of course. I was like, watch this week. Michael Collier. Frank Miller. Henry Rollins. Have you guys watched Riverdale? No. That show, is, like, that show continually goes so far off the deep end. It's just... <laughs> Yeah, it's I, ridiculous. I stopped. And now there's it. like uh, Katie Keene spinoff happening. Who? Katie Keene. That was another character in that Archie world. Huh. She does her own show, and she's taking Josie with her. And the Pussycats? Uh, just Josie, Josie, I think. But like, what, what's her name? Katie Keene. Katie Keene. And it's like going to be a New York show. It's oh. basically Gossip Girl. Oh, I don't know if they're going to do maybe. XO, XO. And then there's Nancy Drew, which we tried watching, and it's, it's I don't know. All those shows, it's so funny how, like, even our, all our CW shows, all our, like, superhero shows, they're just soap operas that just happen to have heroes in them. There's yeah. so many scenes, if you just watch a scene for a minute, you're like, what are we watching? Is this, seriously, is this Gossip Girl? <laughs> like. Fair. It's working. Never watched it, but. I never, yeah, me neither. What else is, H HBO Max is getting South Park. South Park. That's. Uh, Gossip going Girl. down South Park. <laughs> uh, no, that's Fox. Mind. Um, I want something. I want some streaming service to get all the HBO shit. Nothing has 60s Batman, though. You can't watch that streaming anywhere. You can, I mean, you can pay for it, like buy it outright, but nowhere streams 60s Batman. Drives me crazy. I mean, I own it all. They but. own WB. I mean, so couldn't they put it on there? I don't know. If they, I don't know, man. It's a weird. That show was always a weird rights nightmare. Right. Because all those. Like the the special guests they'd have on, and the rights and contracts weren't written up like they were supposed to be back then. Yeah. Cause I mean, I used to my favorite <laughs> my favorite bootleg of '60s Batman that I ever had, which is weird to say, cause I had one originally that was from Nick at Night, but it was the edited versions where they took out any celebrity cameos. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they had they, oh, they like had the, to like the Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. What are you doing? And then they also sped up the episodes sometimes because TV shows were longer then. Mm -hmm. So they speed it up like, like .05 more and it felt weird. So the best one they had was in Australia, they got the original cut of the film and they made it HD mm -hmm. and it was uncut HD episodes. And I've never been able to find them again. I wish I still had them uh, because even the ones they, they finally released don't have everything. Uh, well, it says here, Warner Media says it will total 10,000 hours of content. Everything from HBO. Oh, shit. Everything from HBO. TBS. If it aired or will air on the HBO Linear TV channel, HBO Max will give you access to it. 
Uh, ditto for shows from Warner's suite of cable channels, Damn. including TBS, TNT, CNN, True TV, and Cartoon Network. Oh, we can finally watch those who can. Warner's, <laughs> Warner's Brother movies. Warner's Brothers movies? So, <laughs> most of those films, from A Star is Born to Batman v Superman. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got movies. Batman v Superman. Warner Brothers TV shows. Warner Media owns the streaming rights to many of them, but not all. We're getting BBC? BBC, they recently acquired the streaming rights to several shows. Oh, and they're going to get all the. um, the, Including uh, all seasons of Doctor Who. Luther what's the, uh, the the Turner Classic Movies? What's the no, the, the anime guy, the Studio Ghibli? That that's what that's going to be on. Oh yeah, because everyone was excited that Studio Ghibli it was going to be on Netflix, but that's not Netflix America. It's Netflix everywhere else. There's also new stuff because there's going to be a Dune TV series. Dune. Dune. Spice. One of my favorite Dune? books. It serves as a prequel to next year's feature film. Huh. That's interesting. What? The and there'll be some kind of sequel series to Gossip Girl. Oh, they really? You were kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were... Dude, <laughs> a prequel. I thought you were kidding. So, <laughs> HBO Max... No! <laughs> HBO Max is releasing... Oh, that was CW. A Dune TV series... Yeah. ...that's going to lead into a movie. That's cool. That is cool. You don't, you don't see... I it. love all this homework we're going to start doing for movies and TV and stuff. It's great. Oh, God. It's my favorite thing. If only I could monetize it. <laughs> We got a band playing in the background. Free background music. Man, uh, there's a side note. There's a new podcast that came out. It's Lauren Lapkus and Nicole Byer, and they're both watching Star Wars for the first time ever. Oh, yeah. And they're releasing they're releasing in a way where you can sync it up and listen to their reactions all the way through. Or like maybe just one of them talking about it after, I think. Yeah. But they're doing it four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. The uh they're, they're doing a release order. Okay. So they're doing 4 by 6, 2, 3, 7, 8, 9. Are they watching Rogue Run? Uh, I, I'm assuming so. I don't know. I'm guessing. Are they watching on Solo? I don't know. But it I sounds like a fun podcast. I have to listen to this podcast. <laughs> the, 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 the A New Hope one just came out. I, the, both those women are fucking hysterical. And I was very interested to hear their... It's some like anyone like if you've not watched Star Wars, fine, man. Don't be that guy who's like, oh, I've never seen it. But like, I'm always interested in... Because it's just in the zeitgeist, like, talking about it. Like, you have to have some concept of something, like, someone's a father, the four, like, just words. You have yeah. to be unavoidable, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, anyways, yeah, that sounds like a fun thing to listen to. I was listening, like, since I started dating Jess, like, you know, she's six years younger than me, so there's a lot of stuff oh, yeah. she's not seen. So, like, you know, my ex and I were the same age. We saw everything together. Right, right. We never got to introduce each other's stuff. And, like, with her, I'm like, oh, you never see this? Oh, let's watch this. Let's watch this. And, like, That'd be fine. Jess is cool. It's, it's been, I'm always, I'm always I like watching something through new eyes, you know. Like, yeah, that's great. I I got my, I got Ez and the girls into watching Star Wars for the first time. They watched the six, the important six. Well, I I don't count Solo or Rogue One. I should because they haven't seen those. Uh, but I, I'm gonna go to the prequels because my oldest is interested. They've watched four, four through nine. Right. Four through nine. For the first time. They don't give a fuck about Anakin Skywalker. Well, my my thought on this as a dad of girls is after watching Return of the Jedi. Yeah, you want to go to the... Do I want to go back to see uh, the bad guy when he was a kid and show another example of a shitty dude, shitty boy who grows up to be a shitty person? Yeah, you want to show him. I'd rather them show like a strong female protagonist that is badass. Hell yeah. And... uh, they were into it. They liked it. And now my oldest is asking about the prequels, and we'll watch the prequels. And they might love it. They might love it. They might they just might love it. the new ones because that's their Star Wars. That's their generation of Star Wars. Right. I think a lot of people forget. It's like, you know what? It's a kid's movie. Yeah. Hey, you know what? You can like it. Yeah. Or you can, you know. Or, yeah. Criticize or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would almost posit that Ben Solo's arc in the sequel trilogy holds more weight if you watch the prequels first, then the original trilogy, and then the sequels. Wow. So you're saying that if you were to watch it from one to nine in that order, that you would appreciate his arc that much more? I don't know. Because I've seen all nine movies. I've seen all 11 movies. 
And I don't really think his arc was that strong or great. It might be one of those things I'm just thinking I mean, of because uh, I'm trying to say something controversial yet brave. No, well, I, I, let me rephrase. I don't. I'm not. Oh, I'm no, not belittling what you said. <laughs> no, no, I'm no. arguing that I don't think he was redeemed. I don't think he was redeemed. I think. I, I was he not once? I need to see that again. I think you need the context that Anakin was a pure person that became a piece of shit. You need that context to know that because if you just watch the original trilogy you just know Darth Vader it, like he, right. anything that's Anakin Skywalker is hearsay so I feel like it'll carry more weight if you see Anakin rise and fall and then watch his grandson rise fall and then have to rise again to basically do a reverse Vader oh my god it rise of the Skywalker well but even Vader uh, you know they, he got the same kind of redemption he was a shitty he did a lot of shitty things, and oh, because he killed the guy that wanted to kill his son, he's automatically... You know, there's, a, right. there's a deleted scene in episode one. It's like the where, King James fucking oh, yeah. Bible, man. <laughs> there's a deleted scene where he beats up Greedo, where, like, Greedo, Greedo's hanging out at the pod race. Oh, he's yeah. one of his friends baby and, and there's a scene that cut out where Anakin beats the shit out of him. <laughs> That's right. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I was just like... In my in my classroom I keep a playlist of all the songs from Star Wars scores. Is that when the class is almost over? Alright guys, and to be sure to stay for the truthfully that kinda sounds like play it off. Truthfully, it just goes on all day. And then like in the middle of class I'll be I'll be doing something and the Imperial March will come on, a theme. or just the really inspiring Jedi stuff. It's great. Wait, when the Imperial March comes on, pop quiz! It's great. Pop quiz, hot shot. It's great when that happens. It'd be really funny if you were like, alright, that class is over and then it was like there's a uh, on YouTube there's um you can get like 10 hours of the sounds of the Starship Enterprise or like have play in the background it's like the what was like kind of hum yeah. the ship like what's going on in here is that that's great uh, oh uh the Good Place series finale is tomorrow night series. Good Place yeah, is that what, what, that's with what the Kristen Bell Kristen and Bell. Ted Danson. Ted Danson, who he's also on Curb. Which oh my god, I'm loving Curb so. Much. Have you been? Yeah, right. That last episode was a little. It was, but like I like this idea of him buying the Spite store. I love the Spite store. How he describes it to Ted Danson. Have you watched? I haven't watched any of the new season. Of oh Curb. my first. That, that, the first episode is fucking nuts. Second one's a little weak. There's there's some strong stuff in the second one, but yeah, the first one is. Wow. Uh, I know. Awkwardly You know that awesome. show has been on for 20 years now? Wow. The, cause the original, in 1999, he filmed what was the pilot, essentially, where it was this, like, Larry David, Kirby, it was something like, like that. So uh, good. Dude, it's, that show is something else. Yeah, Larry but No, but the, the Good Place is finishing, allegedly. Okay. There's been this, like, brewing rumor, which I doubt is true, that the big twist at the end of this episode tomorrow is that there's going to be another season. We should really fuck everybody. But they, they almost wrapped it up last week, and this week is a two-part finale. Um, I If you've not watched that show, it's really good. It's worth Maybe watching. Maybe she'll get sent down. Uh, boy, that, that show, I it goes... Have you ever seen the movie Defending Your Life with <laughs> Albert Brooks? No. And Meryl Streep? Was it like 89, 91? I, I think it might be late 80s. Yeah. It's, it's a I movie let, that I was kind of a kid, and I, I really enjoyed um, so, these people, they, it's kind of like they die, and then they go in front of a panel to see if Ooh. they move on, or, hmm. they, or they don't, and it's, and it's like they have to make an argument for how they live their life. That's, the good and, place does that a little and bit. And did they live their life? They, and it's really good. It's a really nice movie. Because, I mean, like, you know, the basic premise of the good place is that... In the first season, you find out that they're actually in the bad place. And it was oh. always a trick to torture them. Oh, that's to, awesome. To think they're in the good place, but it's, like, just off. Like, we met you with your soulmate, someone annoying. We built this perfect house for you. It has pictures of clowns that you hate. <laughs> and, like, the only food is frozen yogurt everywhere, and it's awful. And, like, but then, like, it keeps going back and forth with them trying to, like, make a new good place. And yeah. this and this and that. But we kind of find out that, like, 
went in the actual good place, everyone's brains are kind of mush because it's just whatever they want forever and happiness that it, there's no end to it. So they're like, oh, what's... And then, like, I don't know, there's a lot more, but... Um, but yeah, that ends tomorrow. Because of, uh, you know, everything you want ever. Yeah, and when there's no end in sight, it's like it doesn't really matter. How long has the show been on? Uh, it's only four seasons. Right. It's like it's uh, 52 episodes altogether. Whoa. Yeah. Is that a it. coincidence? Yeah. They, they did, there were 13 episode seasons. 15 episodes. Yeah, and, they're, and it's all chapter one, chapter two, two. chapter three. Uh, but yeah, it, and that's a really fun one to watch all the way through. And then once you've watched it, it's a good one. At 100%, it's going to be good to watch a second time. You know, pick up on lots of little things. Yeah. Uh, nah, but it's just weird, man, because it's like, you know, we lost. I mean, the Avengers ended last year. I mean, that, I mean, obviously not forever, but like, that ended. Game of Thrones ended. Gone forever. Um, Star, Star Wars. Wars ended. Arrow just ended. I'm like getting so fucking tired of crying at the end of things. <laughs> you put Arrow up there with all those yeah. big movies. I know, it's great. It I, is. It's I mean, great. it's been the last eight years of my goddamn life. It's been great. Well, five years of my life. Yeah. As long as this po- this podcast was begat by Arrow, you know, first season, I would have been watching. No, I've been watching. I would have been watching. Would have been Arrow second, the- probably. Oh, well, it was five years ago, so it was the third when we started, because that's right when I got divorced. <laughs> Holy shit! But my, I remember- four years ago, in, like we started it in the winter or the, the yeah. fall. But like I remember, because I, I tried watching Arrow the yeah. first two seasons, yeah. but the Hulu app on my PlayStation Three never worked. Oh. So every time I tried watching it, it would freeze up. And I'm like, "Fuck! I'm never gonna watch this show." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that show. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. What an age we live in. I know. I was I was waxing boy like the dress about, like not being an old guy, but missing things being hard to get, and like talking about like Star Trek and how like you know if you didn't if you didn't watch it all when it was on, you didn't tape it. Boy, it was really hard to catch up with it in no other way, and like yeah. how much work you had to put in, and, and not like, not like in the ownership nerdy hipster way at all. I feel that way, but like there was something fun about that chase of like, oh fuck, I finally got the whole first season on VHS. <laughs> now we can go back and watch all this. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, it's like I always merely hear story people watching like SNL and like they'd write down jokes they saw from it, and because it was like you never see it again, right, you know? Right. And I, I and while I do miss that, don't get me wrong, it's so nice now having literally anything we want. You know, it's funny. Anything we wanted to watch, but I'm trying to get an audio book from the library. And of what? I'm, of uh, the new Malcolm Gladwell book. I'll get it for you. <laughs> well, it's just, uh, never mind. But <laughs> it's funny because it's available, but I'm in a waiting list because there are going to be so many copies of it. They do that with audio? Audio books, yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. So anyway. Wait, wait, heaven. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well... We did it. We you, finally recorded 183. Yes. All right. Here comes all the money. I hope we don't erase it. Until next time. Excelsior! Excelsior. Hit it. Save it. <laughs>